0: Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. There are those who have a scarcity mindset and those with an abundance mindset. The scarcity mindset says the pie is only so big, and if you're going to get more, that means somehow I'm going to get less. The abundance mindset is the opposite. It says that it's possible to make the pie bigger for everyone. As you'll see, both these philosophies can be simultaneously true, but it depends on the context. If you compose a new hit song and it sells a million copies, you didn't take a song resource away from anyone else. Someone else can also come along and compose a hit song. There's no hard limit on the number of songs that can be hits or the number that can be written. You can create wealth by creating value in multiple different forms. But on today's show, we're going to be talking about different forms of wealth. We're being asked to believe there's a new form of accounting. Modern monetary theory says you can print money and it won't be inflationary. But before we take a deep look at this question, we need to return to the basic principles. Tactics, of course, sit on top of principles, just like actions sit on top of the laws of physics. When someone tells me they can defy the laws of physics with a new technology, I quickly return to the laws of physics, and so far we've not managed to act our way out of physics. There are three principal forms of wealth. There's primary wealth, secondary wealth, and tertiary forms of wealth. Primary wealth is sourced from the land, its rich soils, thick stands of timber, and abundant reserves of ores and fossil fuels in the ground. Primary wealth relies upon rich supplies of fresh water. When we grow wheat in the prairies in Canada or the US and export the wheat to China, we're really exporting water to China. Fresh water is primary wealth. Arable land is primary wealth. Reserves of oil and copper and lithium and iron and gold are all forms of primary wealth. Secondary wealth is the means of production that's been extracted or converted from primary wealth and brought to market. It's lumber, steel, food in the grocery store and factories. China has extraordinary secondary wealth, which has relied upon other countries to supply the primary wealth. Tertiary wealth, better known as paper wealth, these are stocks and bonds, are merely a claim on either primary or secondary wealth. Without either of those two forms of wealth, tertiary wealth has no value. It was only recently that people somehow forgot this simple logical progression. 200 years ago, the answer to the question, who are the wealthiest people around, was as simple as pointing to those who own the most land, or factories, or stores. So when people are trading in paper assets or electronic assets like cryptocurrency, those assets are worthless, unless they sit on top of a foundation of either primary or secondary assets. We had one investor last year who had pledged to invest in one of our development projects. The stock market had a hiccup, and the investor had their fines tied up, and they forgot to sell. Well, when the time came for the capital call, they didn't actually have the cash available, and they had to back out of the investment. That particular investor forgot that they were sitting on tertiary wealth, not primary or secondary wealth. Let's look at one of the savviest guys in the world. I'm speaking of Bill Gates. His family office is estimated to own 269,984 acres of farmland in the United States alone. He's estimated to be the single largest farmland owner in the world. Agricultural land, with water on it, is primary wealth. With population increasing globally, we'll need to produce 70% more food over the next 30 years. The world population has grown 28% since the year 2000. We could be at 9 billion people by 2037, and at 10 billion people by 2057. More importantly, global fresh water demand is expected to grow by 20-30% to 30% by 2050, almost all of that for agriculture. We already have vast areas of arable land that have become depleted through a combination of erosion and depletion of the water table. These losses will eventually have an impact on the ability of the world to sustain human life that farmland is going to become more and more valuable as demand for food increases. Fact is, 97% of the active farms in the U.S. are still family-owned. While China has surpassed the U.S. in terms of secondary wealth through manufacturing in particular, North America still maintains the largest global share of primary wealth. But the U.S. doesn't have a monopoly on arable land. Places like Colombia, Peru, Chile, Ecuador are highly arable, and they could play a dominant role in affecting geopolitical and global economic dynamics in the decades to come. The current rock that we live on, the planet Earth, is estimated to be capable of supporting about 10 billion people. Maybe the number's higher, but that's the number I keep hearing is the limit of our planet. As we start to approach the limits of our planet, these primary and secondary forms of wealth actually increase in importance. The tertiary paper assets, once disconnected from the underlying assets, become a house of cards as you think about that. Have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.